You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tyvis Paul, super friend of the show, former Ohio State Buckeye who spent a uh, pretty good tour of the NFL during his days. While he played in the NFL. Saw a lot of teams. Yes, he did. He's a super friend of our show. He joins us on the Browns Radio Network all the time. Right now, he is on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Tyvis, how are you? Hi, Tyvis. Oh, I'm doing wonderful. Did you guys watch that amazing football game last night? I don't know. It was a lot going on. But did you guys just so happen to catch that last night? Was there a game last night? It was, night? It was seven it. on air, wasn't it? Yeah. Andy? Yeah. Seven it, on it air? It was yeah. like, you know, it started at like 630 or so. I've seen a couple of Browns players tweet and talk about, you know, they're yeah. tired of watching these games or whatnot. So, you know, I thought I'd tune in and check it out. Oddly enough, you didn't see defensive players in the game, did you? Uh, Tyvis, he's you taking know. you down negative road. <laughs> he's, he wants to hear you say something negative. Keep going. No, what I want to say is this. <laughs> Tyvis, I like the game. You like the game. What the heck has happened to defense in the NFL? Well, it's become very – what is the thing? So, you got two coaches who are really good at play calling. I mean, one is very aggressive. I mean, he's going four down territory. And I tell you what, Kevin Stefanski was a huge fan of him because he was probably like, see, see. <laughs> uh, and then you got Andy Reid, who's just a wizard at calling plays. I mean, just the things that he was capable of doing. I mean, like that, that Kadarius Tony wide open touchdown at the wow. end of the game. Like it was unbelievably perfect. I mean, he understood how the Eagles were uh, rotating on motion in the in the red zone. He knew if he made Kadarius run at a jet motion and then stop and come back, that they would shift the coverage, having the safety come down off the post to get him on the other side, and they never seen it coming back. It was just unbelievable play calling. You know, it just it really I just sat there and I watched it. I watched Philly's offense and I understood I, I understand they running that RPO thing and I just pictured the Browns, you know, doing such a thing and like, man, why can't we do this in Cleveland? I mean, we got the pieces to do this. If if they got a great running attack like this, I mean, Nick Chubb is one of the best in the league. I mean, how could this not work in his favor? So I just was just sitting there thinking about, you know, some of the things that I, the Browns should do. How can they get to, you know, this status of Philadelphia? Because I think they are very comparable in that aspect. And one thing that I thought about, you know, when I watched this team, even though Philly lost, I just was watching this team, and I just thought, you know, they got a lot of – it's like a lot of dog mentality there. You know, you know, you lose guys like Jarvis Landry, you know, a guy who is vocal, played with a lot of passion and heart, and wore his heart on his sleeve. And I just got – I felt like the Browns kind of missed that culture just a tad bit this year, and I just didn't think we had that this year. And that's something that they got to strive to get back to, getting those type of guys that's very passionate about this game like this. And it's not afraid to go out there and let their emotions play. Because I think when you play like that and you put it all on the line like that, you get other guys to feed into it and you get results. Tyvis, I want you to close your eyes and pretend that you're on the Browns postgame show. Now you've just watched the Browns lose a game. 
after they had an amazing first drive of the contest, yet gave up 35 points and could not stop the other team on offense in the second half. Did the Eagles not play a typical Browns game yesterday? And <laughs> and here's my other point. People, If that game happened here, people would be screaming off the hook at how bad our defense is. True or false? That's a fact. Thank you. Absolutely fact. We could have bingo card that one on the calls that we would have gotten. Um, yeah, but you got to remember that this is Patrick Mahomes. You know, Patty Mahomes, although, you know, he had a high ankle sprain, you couldn't tell in that second half. And then it's just – I don't think they – I think he threw one incompletion in the second half of that whole game. I mean, they scored every time they touched the ball. And the one thing that's underrated is – Kadarius Tony on that punt return. I mean, he breaks that thing, gets it all the way down there. That changes everything in that game. Who knows if he would have got tackled back there? Who knows how that game would have been different? But him breaking special teams played a part. And you know, I, I, thank God if we want to go back to the Browns. You know, DPJ obviously had that that type of ability. He's shown it before. He got to be more consistent in it and be able to do those in big plays. But like I say, if you just compare some of the things that you've seen in this game and you look at the Browns and say, do we have this type of player that can do that? And the crazy thing is, outside of maybe a couple of positions, they can check the boxes on a lot of stuff. They just It's a culture thing. Um, play calling obviously can be a, a lot better. I think I think Kevin Stefanski has to look himself in the mirror after watching those two guys call plays and be like, man, I got to be better next season for sure. And then defensively, yeah, the defenses weren't great in the second half at all, but you know they at least they found ways to get stopped. It was what one turnover in that game, which was a crazy turnover, but they yeah, scoop and score. Yeah, scoop and score. The the ability of the Kansas City Chiefs to get their receivers as open as they did. You talked about the Tony touchdown, the Skymore touchdown. Travis Kelsey was open all day long. Tyvis, is, is that creative play calling? Is it? play calling or, or play design? Is it play calling at the right time? Is it seeing something in the defense? What is it? Because it happened over and over and over again. So for, for, for when I watch Andy Reid call plays like this, so the way I look at it is certain things that happen in the game, like Travis Kelsey, first of all, Travis Kelsey is pretty much unguardable. But what makes him so unguardable is that he's changed. He breaks tendencies. So one of the routes that I've seen, he ran like a – it looked like he was running the deep over and he breaks the thing off and then turns it into an out. Like that's a tendency breaker. At, at some point, probably all year, they've probably been running him on over routes. So, so if a DB sees him going over, they say, oh, yeah, it's an over route. Let's, let's get ready to go. And then, boom, he puts his foot in the dirt and cuts it back out. So that's just one creative thing that Andy Reid does. So he puts something on film and then people think, okay, I know what's about to happen. And then, boom, in a split second, they switch that route up on you, and that's what, what gets the big plays. Outside of that, obviously, you know, he just does a great job with the motions and just certain play calls in areas, like on the holding call, which is very controversial, but I think they got it right. Uh, it was a holding. Um, obviously, it was early on. I don't think it affected the receiver's route, but he did have a handful of his jersey. So I, I'm not mad at the call. I know a lot of people are. Even he came out and said that he was holding. But on that play call, like, it was a whip route. It was like a whip and go. <laughs> he, like, ran a whip route, broke it out, then went up on there and turned it into a fade. So, like I say, it breaks a lot of tendencies on what they're doing, and I think Andy Reid is the best at doing it. You have to be able – now, you have to have a good offensive line in some of these plays that they're running because it's sometimes deep developing. But 
I think that's right there. It, it keeps these, these DBs off balance because you're never too sure. It's hard to jump routes you know, and try to guess what's coming if they, if they have the ability to switch up things like that because then you're leaving somebody wide open down the field. Uh, Tyvis, just uh, what can the Browns learn from yesterday? I know we kind of touched on a little bit of things here, but if you can learn one thing or take something from, way, from yesterday's game that the Browns can learn from, what, what should we learn? One thing that I learned is that it's never over. I tell you that if you got if you got the right coach and you got the right quarterback in there, coaching and quarterback overcomes a lot of things in this league. If you look at these two teams, the Eagles check every box of having something better than the Chiefs. The only two things that you can run away with outside the tight end, of course, but only two things you can run away with is quarterback and coaching. The Chiefs had the better coach and they had the better quarterback. And those, and you see what happened when it came down to it. Those two guys got together, came up with plays that helped win the game. Kevin Stefanski and Deshaun Watson, you know, they, you could, however you want to skew it, these two are great offensive play caller at one point, one point in time, and he was a great quarterback, top five quarterback in this league at one point in time. Those two guys have to find a way to get on the page that when it comes down to winning time, they have confidence in each other to get things done. And I don't, and we can't keep having these excuses. It has to just get done. These two guys are good enough. They, they can be amongst the best in this league if they can get on the same page and understand that it ultimately comes down to those two guys getting together and coming up with the right plays and making the right throws and the right reads to win games. Davis Powell joining us, joins Andy and me on the Cleveland Browns radio network pregame postgame shows. You see a team every year, Tyvis, make make a pretty good jump. You see usually a couple of teams every year make a pretty good jump. How are teams able to do that? Well, obviously, usually when it's that, it's, it's a culture change. You know, you think about Jacksonville this past season. You know, what happened? Obviously, they fired Urban Meyer. They got a new coach in there, a coach that's been to the championship before, that's won the championship. So he has that culture. Typically, when you win games, like when you win a Super Bowl or you go deep into the playoffs and you have an experience of winning games, players tend to listen to that because they want to get to where you have been and they want to experience that for themselves. So you already hold weight. And Kevin Stefanski, he, I don't know if he's been to the Super Bowl, but with the Vikings, he got pretty darn close to getting there. So he got that, and he's gotten this team to the playoffs before. So he, what he says, people will listen to. That's just about getting the right pieces in there. And, you know, a lot, I don't know how many guys on the, the Browns roster have Super Bowl experience or deep playoff run experience like that. You got to get some of those veterans in there to explain to guys, you know, how to go about things, how to take care of your body, how to study the playbook, you know, how to, you know, put your perhaps start playing your best football towards the end of the year and be ready for those playoffs. Like you got to have those type of mindsets in there because if not, it, a coach can say it to a player, but it's never going to impact them as much as a player saying it to a player. And I think you got to get some of those guys on this roster and and, uh, and go from there. Trav, uh, Travis, um, Tyvis, I was just wondering. I, I was just going through my mind. I'm trying to do the math on this. Did you ever play against Travis or Jason Kelsey, mm-hmm. Bedford against Heights? No, he. No, I think he he's a few years older. Than I think you just missed. And then, yeah. Then when he he went to Cincinnati, right? I think yeah. He, when did he come into the league? Because I think we played Travis. Cincinnati so I think Travis is thirty. Travis was done at Heights, I think, in oh eight. Does that sound right somewhere there? Oh uh, yeah, Travis is a young guy. 
Yeah, you I guys aren't too yeah. far out, are you? I, I listen, I'll be. I'll be. I was trying to do LEL math, and so that doesn't work real well. That's why. I'll be. I'll be twenty nine on Thursday. So there. Oh, happy work. birthday, buddy! Oh, that's Thanks. good. Wait, any big plans? <laughs> no, working. I'm working. Going to work. You How know, about Valentine's when Day? You, when you get when you get to a certain age, you know, you just you treat oh. it like another day. Oh, you know, and, you know it's, it's the it, old man wisdom of Tyvis Paul finally reaches basket and Phelps. Every Cleveland fan can celebrate it because it's two one six day, you know. So every year my birthday is two one six day. So, you know, it should be it should be a national holiday. I'm sure. gonna look into it for everybody. Thanks. All right, what'd you think of the Kelsey story then? All week long, and then it leads up with a you know a touchdown yesterday, and we don't know what's gonna happen to Jason down the road. But I, I I think it was good for our community, whether you're in Cleveland Heights or anywhere in Cleveland. I mean, it was I think it was good for us. Yeah, I mean, for us, it was we we were going to win. Whoever won the Super Bowl, we were good anyway. It, either right. way, it went. And you know, those two guys, you know, just the class that they have and the people that the two guys that they are, you know, you you can't help but to root for both of them and want to see them both have success. I did want to see you know Jason get it because Travis already has one. I don't think Jason has one. Yeah, they do. Uh, oh, so, yeah, thanks. Super Bowls. Yeah, they both have it. Oh, see, so it wasn't. It didn't matter. You know, it was. And I see after the game, I seen him say that. <laughs> what did you say to him? He, he he dropped a nice little f bomb in there. <laughs> Congratulations! Yeah, so you know it's there. It's cool with him. Um, I think I don't know what Jason's uh, story is. I think he uh, a lot of things came out saying that he was planning on retiring after that. So, um, it, it's sad that he went out, you know, with a loss in the Super Bowl. But hey, he made it to the highest level. He's got a Super Bowl. He's had a great career. And yeah, that those linemen got to get out kind of early because you know you want to have want to experience life with your family and stuff like that. And I think his wife is pregnant, right, or yeah. he's about to deliver or soon, right? Yeah, as, as long as it's not Rihanna, we were okay yesterday, right? That would have been bad had she, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rihanna, She's early in yeah, pregnancy, number two. How'd that go over at your yeah. house? Uh, just grade that, and we're gonna let you go. Grade halftime. Well, so, so, so halftime, the music was great. It but was. Obviously, due to the fact that she was pregnant, she couldn't be the performer that she is. So, you know, it was great music. The performance was just okay. Um, I'm still in favor of last year's and the weekends. Those were the two best I've seen. Um, but, yeah, overall, I give it, I, if I had to give it a grade, I'd give it a C-plus due to the fact that she was pregnant. <laughs> Tyvis. <laughs> What? Thank you. I'm sorry. I got to work. I'm, I, if you're not you, honest, you're not on our show. You're probably one of the yes. most honest people wow. we have on any of our shows. Wow. So. so it was an amazing performance? No, football well, and dance I mean, critic. That's what I'm laughing at. I think they tried to make up for it with the stage, right? Say that again? They tried to make up for it. with. The, I mean, the stage was pretty spectacular. I mean, they're floating around like Aladdin. No, uh, on a magic no. carpet. I, wanted, I mean, no, I wanted you know, like I say, she gets the pass because she was pregnant. But you know, you know, I, I wanted to see the dance and the, the moves and getting down on the floor. You know, that's you know, because see, when the West Coast was out there last year, I, I got up out my seat. I had the, the TV turned up and I was dancing in my living room. Like that's that's what you want to do for halftime. But like I said, I get it. You know, I don't. I don't understand why there isn't a Tyvis Paul Super Bowl party every year. <laughs> now there needs to be one. Some banquet hall that wants to rent him out for that to have the Tyvis Paul Super Bowl party, especially if the Browns are in it. That would be fun. I, I tell you what, it'd be the hottest thing in Cleveland. It would be, or anywhere. I mean, we just go halfway between Cleveland and Columbus. We get everyone to come. Right? Valid, valid point. Well, my my roots is in Cleveland, so I would have to definitely lean more towards the Cleveland. I, I'd make the drive from Cleveland twenty minutes, the drive from Columbus, whatever the rest of the difference is, hour and forty.
Sounds fair. Tyvis, you got roots. I got weeds for my family. That's what my dad used to always say. Thank you, Tyvis. Appreciate you. Yeah, I have a good day. All right, we'll talk See to you, you later. Bye, Tyvis. Thank you. Tyvis Paul, super friend of the show. He joins Jeff and I when we're on the Browns Radio Network. Love having him on our show. And he, I'm telling you, he never holds anything back. Pride of Bedford and about 15 other NFL teams in Ohio State. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 